Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sierra Yaduha podcast. Today, we are doing an interview with uh, Sierra FFA. I'll let these two chapter officers go ahead and introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Taryn Lodge. I'm Sierra FFA chapter president. Hi, my name is Colton Zaluka. I am your chat. Oh, it's okay. Sierra FFA vice president. And my name is Macy Lloyd, and I'm also a part of Sierra FFA. I'm the reporter. And if you want to stay updated on all things Sierra FFA, go ahead and give us a follow at Tollhouse Sierra FFA on Instagram. And I think it's just Sierra FFA on Facebook. So we're always looking to get our social media channels <laughs> promoted. Um, so first, we're just going to go ahead and talk about some of the um, things we have coming up with our chapter. So Friday, we have Regional Parley Pro. Yep. That's going to be fun. It's That's in Tulare, right? It's yeah. at College of the Sequoias. College of the Sequoias. Which is like okay. a community college or junior college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I think we're going to do pretty good this this cup of, upcoming weekend. Um, we ha- we didn't do so well at our last competition, but we did make it to finals, which was very encouraging for our chapter and our team. <laughs> Colton, do you have any input on Parley Pro? Nope. <laughs> okay, so for people listening... <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, hold on. How do you like n- having never done Parley Pro really before and then finally being put on the advanced team, like... Um, right, like I that. mean, I didn't really like it at first, but now that I've kind of been a part of it for a while and starting to get the role of things, it's starting to become easier so and more invo- enjoyable. A lot of people that I think listen to the podcast probably don't really know what Parley Pro is. So it's Parley Pro is short for Parliamentary Procedure, and it's actually a pretty difficult contest. Um, we If we tell someone what Parley Pro is, we're like, yeah, it's like a debate team, mm-hmm. but it's actually a lot different. So you have a team of six. Five debaters, one chairman. Terrence, our chairman, which is really good. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> um, and basically, when you go to a contest, you'll usually do what, like three rounds? Normally, it's three. Uh, the last year we did it our freshman year, it was three rounds and then a final round. But they've been doing it a little bit differently this year. Yeah. You it's either do two or three. Yeah. Varying on the school. Yeah. And if it's a practice or like a qualifying contest... But basically, when we say like around, it means that you go into a room and you like have a card and you basically have a required motion, which is like a mock thing that your chapter is going to do. Mm -hmm. It's like a fake. So a lot of people think that Parley Pro is you're going up right up against another school, but it's not like It's different. There's a lot of contributing factors that determine whether you're going to place or kind of like where you stand regarding other uh, schools and other chapters and you're debating against your team members so yeah. you're not debating against another school you it's like fake like you're pretending mm-hmm. like your chapter is going to either pass a motion which is like something that you're going to do or if you're they're going to fail a motion and there's all these required things you have to do that fall under robert's rules of order which that's where the knowledge the piece, pro bible <laughs> that's where the knowledge <laughs> piece comes in on parley pro that makes it almost like having another class i feel yeah. like there, the, sure. the, the amount of work that you have to put into it just to just to be good is definitely like taking another class. Not even to be good, just to be able to yeah, know just what you're to doing. know what you're doing. Everybody has to almost kind of like have a connection with knowing what they're supposed to do and when. Because mm-hmm. if you mess up, you mess up the whole team. And like a big part of the contest, you take a 25 question test at the mm-hmm. beginning, which factors into your overall score. And the test is simply a knowledge test on parliamentary law robert's rules of order which they're always pretty difficult and then at the end of each round you get asked oral questions by the judges where you have to 
think on the spot and answer to a question about yeah. parliamentary law again. Mm-hmm. And normally those uh, are more difficult varying on the level of competition you're at, at invitational, which normally means it's just a practice. Um, I noticed that the questions are not as difficult as sectionals or regionals or even state because at regionals, we normally get asked uh, what we call two-star or three-star questions, and that's just the um, difficulty level. Yeah. But overall, I mean, when you try to explain Parley Pro, it sounds really intimidating, but we practice, like, it's basically like a sport. We practice, mm-hmm. like, three times a week, pretty much. And well, and if we get anything wrong, we have to do push-ups. <laughs> push it's up. awful. Yeah. <laughs> but... I think that Parley Pro has been so beneficial to anybody that I've seen go through the Parley Pro program. It really helps you think on your feet, mm-hmm. know how to speak well. Like even even Colton, I think you should speak on this a little bit. Truthfully, yeah. No, when I first started, I was like, I think I'm going to hate this. I hated talking in front of people, hated even doing anything really formal and just being on the team and learning everything help, has helped me to be able to talk in front of people and actually think for myself. Mm-hmm. And it's expanded, I think, even your leadership potential so much. Like, after doing Parley Pro, when we were, was it freshman year? Yeah. Yeah, it was freshman year. We did novice parliamentary procedure, and this was the COVID year. We had to do it on Zoom, which is oh, that was awful. very difficult. Terrible. Every person had to be on a different screen and do a round, and it's timed, so you only have a certain amount of time to do all of your required mm-hmm. things. And, and deal with crappy but, Wi-Fi. Yeah, and Colton came onto our team like two weeks before the state contest oh, yeah. and was able to become like a functioning member of the team, which Colton, I still applaud you for that. Thank <laughs> yeah. you so much. Even though no, you messed kind of up. Screwed up the, and then after fine. that, he was <laughs> elected vice president as a junior or as a sophomore for your junior year, junior year. Mm-hmm. which is something that's really cool for our chapter this year. It's awesome. Also we have a completely junior uh, team. And like, that's never happened. That's before. yeah. Ever. And never being really a part in FFA before that. Mm-hmm. You had to step in quickly everybody. to fill fill a role, though. I mean, yeah. I don't think Colton thought he was going to be vice president. I was just working, boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to give a shout out to that's boss actually how he joined our Parley Pro team podcast. So, boss, if you hear refer to he, that's Robert Actis, and he was the ag teacher at the school for a long Parley time. Pro. He's a legend, pretty much. But essentially, so we all call him. His boss. name <laughs> is written on the ag building. Robert E. Actis, agricultural Robert complex. Eli Actis. Sometimes we like to make fun of him and we're like boss did you write robert's rules of order yeah did you write that (laughs) did you you're old enough to know oh my gosh (laughs) um so that's been really cool for our chapter this year to be led by juniors because we'll have a lot of those kids um returning next year Mm -hmm. okay so going down the calendar next after probably pro fingers crossed we make it to state we have state convention i think we will super fun dale brisby is supposed to be there i'm really excited (laughs) (laughs) the line to take a picture with him it's gonna be so so long it was so long i okay this is embarrassing i didn't know i thought it was dale grigsby i I saw on instagram this guy like dale grigsby or something was gonna be at um state convention and the looks that i got in our ad class for those of you who don't know dale brisby is the funniest person on earth on you have to look him up on youtube and on tiktok actually he's oh it's 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 so funny and coming from like a ranch background like i know exactly what reference he's talking to when he mentions like the 67 year old rancher or um the try hard or always teaching it's it's so funny and i literally die laughing every time 
does he do rodeo or what does uh, he do? He does bronc riding and bull riding. Okay, so like rodeo stuff. But he owns a ranch in Texas. Um, nice. So yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, state convention is going to be March. I forget the days because it's like different for everybody attending. Twenty six to the twenty. No. But aren't we going twenty third? Like, well, actual state conventions twenty six. It's 29th. just Friday, we're Saturday, going. Sunday. We're going early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be in Sacramento, and it's really cool. It's actually at Golden One Center, which is where the Sacramento Kings NBA team plays. Oh wow! So it's it's crazy that the FFA convention is going to be where like a professional team plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It used to be down in Anaheim at the Anaheim like convention center. At Disneyland. We got to go to Disneyland, but they're kind of like rotating it all over mm-hmm. california um has it ever been in sacramento before it used to be in fresno so yeah, well, yeah. i mean I'm i don't know what's in fresno that would be so sacramento it might have been the rodeo that brought yeah. to fresno oh my gosh <laughs> but that'll be really cool and at um state convention it's basically where all of the ffa members across the entire state of california um come and they get to experience like um live speakers Mm -hmm. it's like a conference and convention because there actually is official voting business that takes place so actually taryn and colton are the delegates for sierra ffa do you want to kind of talk about what that means um i think the being a delegate kind of entails um you get to vote for the upcoming state um, yeah office the upcoming officers uh is it also regional and sectional or is that no, they have to vote on. No, those. we do that. But on you own, vote yeah. on like oh, okay. things that will get written into the official like bylaws of the yeah. organization. Like one year, the people that voted were the ones that voted if seventh graders or should be allowed into the FFA. Oh, okay. okay. So there's actually like really big changes that you guys might be voting on. Yeah. So we're sending the best of the best from Sierra <laughs> FFA. No pressure. Yeah, Colton, no pressure. don't make that face. Could be the deciding vote That's on whether terrifying. we get to wear uniforms or not. <laughs> <laughs> Abolish the nylons. Abolish nylons. Um, Abolish the nude nylons. Those are awful. Would you rather wear black nylons? I don't know. I they mass not. produce black nylons. No. I have to find one that matches Definitely. my okay. skin color. I think we should talk no. a little bit about the FFA uniforms. Because you have to remember, people listening to this podcast might have no idea what it is. Yeah, oh, that's okay. true. Colton, do you want to talk the, about the boys' <laughs> Colton uniform? Doesn't even wear dress shoes. You d- yeah, you don't wear the dress shoes that you're supposed to. <laughs> Colton's like, these are my clean these boots. Are, these <laughs> are my, these are my flag my boots. My fancy boots. <laughs> my Mexican boots. <laughs> I dress these up specially for this occasion. <laughs> oh my um, god. Well, the girls' uniform is the like official blue corduroy FFA jacket, a white button-up, a tie, but it's it's no, it's a scarf. No, it's a scarf. scarf. It's, it's a scarf, but, it, exactly but it looks tie. like a tie. If you don't wear the jacket, you look like a flight attendant. Yeah. And or then a librarian. A pencil, you your hair a pencil skirt, nylons, and Nude black, nylons. black heels. Uh, like little tidbit. Uh, California is the only state in all of America to wear the nude skin color nylons. We're very progressive here. Yes. They're the worst things okay, ever. Nylons are just, I despise wearing them because mm-hmm. if you like wear them for all day, you're probably getting a run in them oh you yeah like there was one time i was trying to like put them on and you have to like pull them up and i had like acrylic nails on mm-hmm. i ripped the entire nylons trying to put them on uh, yeah and Terrible. You, you can't like just what i said whoops oh yeah. and the, also the thing about the ffa uniform is it's very specific items that you would never wear anywhere else no. so if somebody doesn't have something it's very difficult to mm-hmm. be able to just get it quickly yeah like the night before our uc davis contest i was looking everywhere for my black heels 
Nobody else has black heels. I had to mm-hmm. place an order on Famous Footwear for pickup oh to get gosh. black dress shoes like the day before the contest. Well, at least you were able to wear your dress shoes. I had to wear boots to the okay, contest. Okay, but at least for boys, there's maybe that's why a, sh- there's a shoe <laughs> alternative for boys. Like your uniform still looks okay. Yeah. If I wore Vans or Converse with my <laughs> uniform or I flats, would look stupid. At least flats would still be within like flats the parameters. Yeah, but yeah. still, heels look way better. Yeah, but I, I will say the FFA uniform is very professional and very. it makes us look all cohesive, which I yeah. I do like. Mm-hmm. They kind of differ too based on the contest. Like if you do natural resources, you wear boots and pants. Yeah, black, black pants. Yeah, and generally the girls' uniform um, is normally strict to speaking contests. If you go show at fair or if you do uh, natural resources or outdoor activities like livestock judging as well. Um, you can wear pants, but generally speaking, if you're in a speaking competition, you have to wear uh, the pencil skirt and the nylon. Yeah, it's, deba- it's depending on what um, competition you're doing or yeah. what you're doing in general for the yeah. Some girls wear pants, but you still wear heels. You still you have wear to wear pants. heels. Yeah. 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 Um, what else are we doing at state convention? Oh, I have my speech to do. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why we're going down early. Prepare. So the way that the convention works is that starting on Thursday – it's a speaking contest, so that is like creed speaking, um, impromptu speaking, job interview, extemporaneous speaking, and prepared public speaking. And you had to compete at regionals and make top four to qualify for state. So basically the top 24 are competing at in the state contest for top speaker to go to nationals. So mm-hmm. I'm in the prepared contest on Thursday, so I'll get to compete. And I, I have to go through three rounds if I make finals. Oh my goodness. So you have like the first round. And then if you make the first round, you go to like the second round. So it's like the semifinals. And then if I make it out of semifinals, then I'll go to state finals. How many people are they taking out of state to go uh, to nationals? One. Yeah, it's normally just one because, I mean, 50 (laughs) states. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. So I think the way that they do it is they you start with 24 and then uh, I don't know if they would go to how many do you think they would eliminate? Do you think they would cut it in half? Oh, they must go 24, 12, and then final six. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I would so do. So you that have just, to make that just the top down. 50% and mm-hmm. then make the top 50% again. Yeah. And then yeah, the top 1%. And yeah, National big. Convention is held in Indianapolis in October. In so if you win state, you have like a long time to prepare. You got prepare. a long time to prepare, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For prepared prepare for prepared <laughs> that's a nice um, yeah so my speech is on forest management colton and taryn have heard it a thousand times it's yep. still really good i would hear it again <laughs> yeah definitely needs to i was honestly considering that yeah. maybe like once state is over sh- if i w- should like record it you like, should on a pod- i would on podcast and like yeah it. it's I really good record it before i compete in case anybody could find right. it and listen and to it, it yeah. right um but it's definitely a little bit controversial but i wrote a, a lot with like our community in mind because mm-hmm. it's about responsible forest management making sure that we are logging control burning obviously responsibly not overdoing mm-hmm. it yeah but so we can prevent mass mass fires like wild, we had wild fires. Creek fire, so we yeah. don't have the dixie fire or the creek fire again yeah. Yeah. yeah um so that's been i really encourage anybody who is interested in doing speaking prepared is a great contest you get to write your own speech it's usually like about mine's about seven and a half minutes long mm-hmm. and you memorize it you deliver it and you answer five minutes of questions about the speech and it's a very you prepare for it, which yeah. like some of the other contests in FFA, you have to think on your feet and yeah. like extent. I do not like that as much. No, so prepared all. is a great contest. If you like some security when it comes to mm-hmm. speaking contests, you just for have sure. to be really good at memorizing a lot. 
Um, <laughs> okay, so now that we've kind of updated on what's going on. Oh, and then we have our chapter banquet, but not everything's set in stone for that. Yeah. That'll be coming up. Um, That's just giving out awards for the year. And choosing our, choosing our, new, our, our next new officers. officers. Uh, if you are interested in uh, becoming an officer, please see Ms. Hammond or Mr. Vanenek, and they will have officer applications. And or Wyman. Reviews. Or Wyman. Yeah. Um... <laughs> What else do we have? Okay, we could talk more about like CRFFA stuff specifically. Um, our theme this year is tradition shapes leaders. Yep. You guys want to talk about how we decide the theme? It was well, a very long and drawn out process. It was. Well, the officers pick a theme each year. So we have the FFA motto, which is, can you, either of you say it on the spot? I can say <laughs> it Learning to bit. do, doing to learn, earning to live, living to serve. There we go. Yeah. 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 So the FFA have, has a motto, but then Sierra FFA picks a motto or theme every year mm-hmm. at our officer retreat. Yeah. It was very intense discussion It was this very year. intense. Uh, it was between that and we spark the flame no, or whatever. No, it was not. No, was because so of the fire, everybody wanted so to have bad. something fire related. No, but, we couldn't but that, that was not. That at least we good. didn't seriously contemplate the cowboy emoji like they did a couple no. years ago. That would have been so bad. <laughs> I'm trying to think. The other one was like we we lead something. I cannot remember. Led by led by tradition. It was like or something a very like, yeah. Something it, with it was tradition. really close. Tradition shapes leaders led by tradition. Yeah, I think it was led by tradition and tradition yeah. shapes leaders. Yeah, we wanted to do something that honored the um, hundred year anniversary of the school. We haven't had uh, FFA here the entire time, but in 2028, it'll be the hundredth year of FFA. FFA. Yeah, so really close. Yeah, but I like our theme a lot this year because it really applies. Because tradition is a big deal in Sierra FFA. I mean, you have generations of people who Mm -hmm. have been in that are like third generation Sierra FFA members. And then also so many of our events are really tradition based. Oh yeah, donkey basketball major How long tradition we've been doing that like, it was almost it was 25 years this year a long it was time. longer than that actually yeah but no like if you think about it we have boss who started pretty much our ag FFA department here yeah and then we think about how his kids have gone through it his mm-hmm. grandkids and his great grandkids have gone through um, yeah yeah some great that's crazy but yeah and what else do we silver 65 big tradition big oh fundraiser my gosh. Was awesome. 50th year this year right was it 50 years i think silver so 65 yeah that's the ag boosters dinner and that that really supports all of our program brings mm-hmm. in a lot of money for crf uh, yeah it's been also a great tradition so i think that theme that we picked this year really encompassed what sierra ffa because at the heart of sierra ffa is tradition yeah yeah um but also sierra ffa has kind of shied away from tradition a little bit too in in good ways like um our seventh and eighth grade program is kind of on the going upwards mm-hmm. it's starting yeah. to improve i so the first year that seventh graders did fa was when i was in seventh grade mm-hmm. i was the first discovery member as crf mm-hmm. yeah. which is which is really cool and since then every single year we've handed out discovery degrees yeah. mm-hmm. which is the degree that basically seventh and eighth graders are allowed to get that allows them to compete in creed speaking parley pro they can't show, can they? No, you can't show. But it's still to show. It outrage. lets you do Parley Pro and Creed, which is great. We have eighth graders on mm-hmm. our Parley Pro team, novice yeah. Parley yep. Pro. I don't think we had any eighth graders do Creed, but it's been not this year, no. Not, yeah. but in the past. I mean, I did Creed my seventh grade year. Didn't I you think? get like first in the state or something? That was freshman year. That was freshman year. Okay. And that that year was really rough because we were on Zoom. Yeah. And it was really exciting. I mean, I won a state title for That's a speaking pretty awesome. contest. 
but it was on zoom like i found out that i won the state contest in my living room yeah <laughs> and like, yeah, like what and the suspense I mean, is different it's exciting nevertheless but like in a traditional year like i could have been in the center of golden one yeah. center with thousands of people yeah. and if i had i had one state right and i should have qualified to go to the national uh-huh. um competition to represent california but the covid year 2020 they didn't do it that year yeah like the one year it's i could have done awful it. which i mean that's always sad but I'm not gonna wallow in it yeah no. it's still exciting to three win. years later i think you're doing fine yeah. yeah so who knows maybe this year will be my year for prepared that'd be great yeah awesome <laughs> that'd be awesome honestly i want to go to national convention next year like so do, so do I. it's my it's our Me last too. year i'll see you guys we'll see there. you there Hopefully. montana's a lot closer to Indy than california i won't have That's to pay a sure. ticket that much <laughs> you still yeah. have to play pl- i'd well, still have to pay a plane ticket but it's probably shorter yeah. a lot it's less not you could drive i could probably drive yeah indiana and indiana's not that so far. hopefully crfa has <laughs> been looking at doing some scholarships for students to attend yes and another big amazing thing we have going on with sierra ffa is our like welding and heavy mm-hmm. equipment classes yes for sure i don't think people realize how unique that is to sierra high school not like, many schools can afford go to, to have... a lot of schools yeah our farm is 244 acres yeah what like, are we ranked in the state of, i think we, we have, have the large, fifth biggest farm in fifth biggest farm california. In california but a lot of schools like multiple schools share a farm yeah you know? which like and ours is ours is just, just ours. our farm yeah and Vandernack actually took us down to the farm <laughs> for, for Parley Pro debate information. And it was actually really cool to see all of the different things heavy equipment works on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, build, they literally build fences. We build, build fences. canals. We, like, we uh, they built, built the canals. shade room for the trees that we plant. Yeah. For yeah. The greenhouse is what we call it. Um, yeah. We have our own herd. Yeah. We're growing herd. our own hay to try and mm-hmm. save the score of money. Mm-hmm. Um, which there's so much of, hands-on yeah That's there's yeah. a lot hands of hands-on on. and it at the end of the year you get your um the school's actually able to give you a he- heavy equipment not license but certificate right, that'll it's help CTE. you operating yeah. it's cte yeah. yeah yeah which makes our program eligible for a lot of cte grants which yeah. basically we have to apply and we'll get grant money and our chapter uses that to purchase new equipment like tractors yeah. Like we're looking excavate. at. I learned what an excavator is. Excavator. Excavator. I learned what that was last year. That's what I'm saying. If you, you don't have to be an Aggie to be an FFA. No, you have a baby. I am excavator. so not an Aggie person. I don't live on a farm. I do have chickens though. <laughs> you got chickens. You have chickens. Yeah, I do have chickens um, for my SAE project. But you actually learn a lot by being an FFA, just like passively. Mm-hmm. You and learn it's not even just learning about FFA. It's learning about how art flipping economy works and you never where food comes from how a like topic might interest you because i was never i never thought i would want to do a career in agriculture before joining neither did i but now it's like i actually really like talking about this i like advocating so it's like maybe i want to do ag policy or ag law or something like Mm -hmm. that i went from thinking agriculture was stupid to it being what i want to do for the rest of my life agriculture feeds our world yes agriculture is so important and it's always going to be irrelevant um industry oh yeah like you cannot like, get rid of agriculture because quote. our economy would go it's down like yes. an industry that feeds you is an industry worth fighting for mm-hmm. and i think that, that builds our roads builds our everything is, yeah yeah so Ooh, onto our welding um part of the school we have rop welding every every other year and then we also have our welding one and two and the past two years reedley college has actually been trying to um do a dual enrollment with our students to get college, college credit. credits while you're also getting high school credits 
See, I I love that our Sierra High School and Sierra FFA offers that pathway mm -hmm. because a lot of students don't enjoy classroom traditional learning. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a perfect outlet for kids who like to work with their hands, who want to learn a trade. It's like perfect for them. And kids are able to thrive at our school yeah, for by, sure. by working like this. Um, we also are looking at doing meat science or meat meats yeah, lab. We, lab. Our school used to provide a meats class for students to learn how to butcher and um, process process right? their own mm -hmm. animals. Or not even theirs, just to process and butcher animals. Yeah. And it got closed down a couple of years ago because not enough kids were able to do it. And also we Is were, it a double period probably? It's a double period. Yeah, yeah. it's a double but period. Number, not enough kids were wanting to do it. And our administration kind of was iffy about it. But after a lot of coercing and... <laughs> That's not, not the that's right not word. the word um, no. a lot of i don't know what encouraging word. encouraging and also just trying to um convince our administration that it's actually a really good idea for our school because it yeah. saves all of our students money that show animals that's and it right. teaches them a life mm -hmm. skill something that can benefit them for the rest of their life yeah i can never yeah. do that class but major respect <laughs> to people it's, who it's would. super interesting it like, is i've been i've had several of my uh steers butchered at my house and it's actually super interesting. The butcher works really, really fast. That's all super clean, very humane. Like it yeah. is not yeah. like, bang, you're dead. I'm going to cut you up right now. It's yeah. very humane. They handle it very well. And I think uh, teaching that to students is super important. And then even going into either welding, heavy equipment, or um, butchering, it will give you a very, very good life ahead For of you. For sure, if, yeah. If you start off young and you build your life upon that, you will be very well off. Yeah, and to see a non-traditional option that not everybody mm -hmm. needs to go to a four-year college and get a degree. No, no, no. maybe take a year for those three things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that that's been a really cool thing our chapter offers. And we also, and speaking about our farm, we've partnered with Southern California Edison to do tree planting mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. rehabilitation for the area that was burned by the Creek fire. Was it how many seats? 20,000? No. no, it was 40. But how many of them actually turned into almost, uh, almost 35,000. So we had yeah. a lot of trees that we planted last March. And we're going to plant more. We're going to plant more. Week. We have this whole yeah. partnership going on where we are basically doing every cycle of the tree planting process. We went up to the Southern California Edison like nursery in Auberry and mm -hmm. we like we got the soil. We got the boxes. You ready we the soil everything. Put yeah. the soil in the boxes and you put the seeds in and then you like add more fertilizer. Um, it was it was a really cool experience and it's so relevant with our community mm -hmm. especially. Yeah. We're gonna get these kind of and heart, these trees kind of a heartfelt thing to yeah. rehabilitate where they're rebuilding their homes. We got yeah. our old principal's house was taken by the fire. Our one of our favorite math teachers um, yeah. he's currently in the process of rebuilding his yeah. house and he actually has told a couple students that he wants one of the trees that and even yeah. some Sierra FFA alumni member kids yeah. and alumni have home. also yeah. lost their homes. Yeah. So. so I mean it's it's really stems from the whole community focused aspect yeah, of our chapter. Sure. We it, it, it's a great uh, way to get community yeah. service hours too. Yeah, mm -hmm. be able to get your like state how, and how many hours degrees? did we stay down there like planting trees? It's like a was five hour day. Yeah, <laughs> doing <laughs> trees. Um, but I thought that that was a great uh, partnership. Make sure you wear done. safety goggles. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get a stick in your eye. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some safety with that. Um, but yeah, Sierra FFA. I just really encourage anybody to just feel, consider joining. I feel like Sierra FFA is one of the most unique chapters in California, for sure. And there's something for everyone with yeah. FFA. If you like speaking, there's something for you. If you're good at 
plants and sciences like mm-hmm. i There's would love to see more kids get involved with natural resources yes because oh, yeah. I, I think a lot of kids teams. would be really good at that contest it's a mm-hmm. lot of knowledge-based plant id animal id packing a mule yeah. very hands-on i'm trying to get my brother to do it <laughs> I, it was really fun i did it one year sadly it was a year we didn't get to pack a mule and i spent an entire summer packing with my dad oh my like gosh. and i learned how to pack and i was so sad to find out that we weren't doing it that year no i, I did natural resources this year and even though just like parley pro i started like two weeks before we even yeah. um before yeah. competitions i really learned it was really simple to learn if you wanted to learn it yeah if you didn't want to learn it it was well, it's That's hard like but anything, if, you're, if you're engaged in it and you're actually working for it packing the mule came so easy because i wanted yeah. to do it yeah for sure and i think that if you like animals, showing is a great way. Yes. I, that's oh, the yeah. one thing I haven't done in our chapter. I you know. can show chickens. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. I saw how they did they, it up there, they? the it round robin. They is it hold it upside down? upside down. That's how they the show turkeys. I'm like, it what if I show so turkey? Hey. Oh, it's so weird. There's wild turkeys at my house. Maybe I'll just pick one of those. Just, I mean, I got <laughs> Here, turkeys look. I can hold in my arms. So I, I, could, I think I could show mine pretty easy. Yeah. But Fresno Fair was actually a really big success. Uh-huh. Sierra FFA this year. I think it was a lot of students. Addie Glass really and good. Paige Beard did really well with their Thanks. um well Paige does lambs. Oh yeah. Paige won Grand Supreme Grand Champion. Grand, <laughs> grand, <laughs> Supreme no, Grand Champion. She got Supreme and Grand Champion. Addie got <laughs> Supreme Grand Champion. And her for her pigs swine. sold like for how much a pound? It was um, oh, I don't know. Um, but it was a lot. It was twenty-eight a pound for Addison, I think. That oh is my crazy. goodness! And then for Paige, I it think she 32? sold it for thirty-two a pound. Like that's a great that's a way to teach kids about money and yeah. having having a project. So in S in FFA, you're required to have an SAE, which is a supervised agricultural experience, and that is such a big aspect of it teaches you mm-hmm. responsibility and just all sorts of things that you need oh yeah it, it's super beneficial to just like the regular aspects of life like you like you have to work with time management you have to be financially responsible to undertake this activity because a lot of time and a lot of money goes into um supporting this animal you have to make sure that you're feeding it well you have to make sure that it's um paying close attention to them it's real life too if your animal dies you're you, gotta, you're you don't have any money yeah, you literally firsthand. put in so much money yeah, for this I, animal when you're, you're tied oh or my is your cows my heifer, heifer died heifer, yeah. and right when i got it so i'm like they oh, buried crap. it was down at the farm buried mr vanenack <laughs> took us on a Macy tour and i saw the dead heifer in the ground she was it's cute it's sad it was really sad it was really sad i it wasn't was sad. connected to mine i didn't cry see that's i have not shown an animal because i just don't think i can <laughs> if you if you're an animal softy i know showing your first animal and having to let it go is a pain it, in the butt it's, it's hard <laughs> like last year okay so i have i think five chickens they're all <laughs> named after ladies from the office <laughs> Pam, Angela, Phyllis, oh my gosh. Kelly, and Jan. Oh my I gosh. Phyllis died last year <laughs> oh from no. heat stroke. Chicken I'm sorry, had heat I really stroke. shouldn't be laughing, but it's really it's okay. But like, I walked down and I'm like, Phyllis is dead. <laughs> I just cried. Oh my. And I like, had to go bury her. No, actually, I think I made my brother bury her. Oh I'm like, I'm so sorry. I can't touch Phyllis. No, chickens, I don't I don't know if my chickens are going to survive this summer. I bring down, like, ice stuff for them. I make them little oh ice treats. <laughs> That's but probably why they won't survive. They're not, a, a they're not acclimated to survival the Survival of the fittest. <laughs> yeah. 
but SAEs are also really great for the program. We've we have so many acronyms in FFA. You have we FFA, have. SAE, CDE, which is Career Development Events. You have LDE, Leadership Development Events. C-O-L-C. There's conferences. Like we, I think next year we're going to try to attend the Sacramento Leadership Experience, which you apply for and you get to actually act like a delegate for your district and you debate on the Senate floor actually at the capital of California in Sacramento. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm going to try to apply for that next year. That'd be fun. I think that would be You would be great. Awesome. Um... Let's see. I'm trying to think if we have anything else. We covered a lot about Sierra FFA. We mm-hmm. could definitely cover more. Um, I yeah. hope that if you listen to this podcast, you learn more about our chapter. And yeah. feel ent- not entitled, and, but you want to come and join us. Yeah. Yeah we, yeah. we would love for our chapter membership to increase. It's been hard after COVID, but mm-hmm. usually we do a lot of fun events. We have chapter meetings where we'll go to Blackbeards or go to play laser tag or mm-hmm. go roller skating, things like that. Even during COVID, our chapter did pretty good. So yeah, we yeah. have cornhole tournaments, um, donkey movie basketball. Movie we bring nights. more people in. We'll be we'll be able to do more fun stuff. Yeah. with mm-hmm. the kids. And so. you don't you don't have to be an Aggie to join. It's no. Just, no. And it FFA looks great. All on you college have to application. Do, all you Why have are you to whispering? Do, it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> all you have to do to join FFA is be in one ag class. One ag class, and you can take ag leadership. That's really doesn't. Or if you don't like ag, ag bio next yeah, year we have chemistry. chemistry ag we you want to take the ag pathway yeah if, if yeah but if you also want you could take ag leadership just to be in the public speaking events um yeah i personally take um a vet science i've oh, taken vet science. Um, intro to ag i've taken intro to ag vet science welding heavy ag leadership Colton's got a lot longer. I've only ever been in ag leadership. <laughs> but see, you're so successful in ag, though. And you're so successful in your speaking leadership. You don't have yeah. to be an Aggie. I'm not an Aggie, but I've found a club that I'm really passionate about yeah. and that I enjoy. And I think we need more people. Not a cult. I think we need more people that aren't necessarily crazy Aggie, but just want to be there for the leadership and speaking because our chapter definitely could use more people that for sure. want to do speaking contests. Yeah. Um, but I think that's about it. Um, if you want to stay up to date with everything going on with Sierra FFA, give our Instagram at Tollhouse Sierra FFA a follow. We're almost at a thousand followers. We have a little website too. (laughs) Colton Colton. does a website. It's it's like Sierra FFA. When when did you update it? Like Uh, updated it in August. It still (laughs) says McKenna Bull under the reporter thing. Just so you know. Did you change the president? I I changed the president. Okay, it says 2019 to 2020. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll fix it. Anyways, go look at the website in a little bit if you'd like. Um, if you liked this podcast, leave a rating and review, scroll down to the bottom and give us five stars. That'd be sweet. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye.